Welcome back, creators, to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. I'm your host, Jasenia, and today I'm interviewing Sandy Viteri from Viteri Vibes, who is going to be diving into what is video podcasting and how we can leverage this potential using these two powerful tools, video and podcasting. So stay tuned. Hola creators, I'm Jessenia Bocaneira, founder of Focus and Bloom Studios. I'm a photographer turned marketing strategist who took a leap of faith, moved over 3,000 miles away from home with one camera and one heavy suitcase filled with dreams. If you're a creative soul and dream maker, this podcast is for you. Here I share actionable tips and tactics on marketing, business, and mindset to help you grow and up-level your business with purpose and lots of joy, one action item at a time. Get comfortable and let's get started. This is the Focus and Bloom Podcast. Earlier this year, I had the opportunity to interview video podcast expert Sandy Viteri from Viteri Vibes, and she talked about how you can really merge the power of podcasting with the power of video so that you can reach a larger audience and not to mention create more content that you can then repurpose in multiple ways. The trick here is to be strategic so that you don't have to create more work and have to work more the other way around. You want to create more content without having to necessarily work so much. So let's go ahead and dive in on today's episode. What's up creators and welcome to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast where each week we share different tips and tactics to help you grow and up level your business. Joining me today is marketing strategist Sandy Viteri from Viteri Vibes, and she is a marketing strategist who's crazy about helping coaches, digital course creators, and entrepreneurs like yourself grow a meaningful and profitable online audience by leveraging the power of video podcasting. And well, without further ado, here's Sandy. Sandy, how are you? Very good, thank you. So happy to be here. I'm so glad that we were able to join and just have some time to chat and talk about video podcasting. (laughs) Because why not? I mean, we're both passionate about it, so why not, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So before we jump into today's interview, can you share a little bit about you, where you got started, so that our audience can learn a little bit more about you? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a Latina like you. I come from Venezuela. I joke, I say I have a tag back here that says made in Venezuela. I've been here in the U.S. for over 24 years now. I have a marketing background working in the corporate world for over 20 years. And then one day I decided, forget it. I want to do my own thing. And that is when I became an entrepreneur I started actually having a small boutique marketing agency where I was helping entrepreneurs with their brand, their content creation, you name it, setting up their website, all those things. And then I decided, hmm, you know what? I'm going to focus on podcasting. And then I said, why not video podcasting? And that is the time when I put the two together. And that is what I'm teaching today. I'm teaching entrepreneurs, coaches, and digital course creators how to launch the power of video podcast so they can grow their audience. Wow, that's awesome. And, you know, especially now where we are really forced into being online more than ever before, video Mm -hmm. podcasting makes sense because one, people are listening to more podcasts, especially in the past couple of months, and then people are online, so they're also viewing more videos. And why not combine the power of the two? It seems like a no-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> to me, 
is a no-brainer. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, how can, so speaking of video podcasting, and we know that podcasting itself has a really good reach and video itself has a really good reach, but how can video podcasting help my brand, your brand? Yeah. So think about this. Different people like learning in different ways. It's just a psychology thing. It's like it, this has been known for many years. Any psychology book that you will see will tell you that some people just naturally are readers. Some people naturally are visual people. And so people like listening. So how can this help your brand? Well, if you're only creating one medium of communication, of content, you're only limiting yourself to that reach, to those people that like either reading visual content or listening. So this helps your brand because you're really expanding it, right? over the the limits that you would have otherwise if you do just one. Now, additionally, by having a podcast or video podcast, basically you're setting yourself as a thought leader in the industry on that topic or whatever theme you're selecting to talk about because you're basically saying, I have the knowledge and I want to share that knowledge. And that knowledge can be anything. It can be dog training. It could be... Uh, whatever you want, right? It could be cooking. It could be teaching uh, kids um, online. Whatever that knowledge it is that you have that you're sharing with people, by doing video podcasting, in addition to reaching more people, you're building your brand by setting yourself up as a thought leader in the industry, in the topic that you know. Absolutely. And, you know, more and more recent studies have shown that people are really guiding their purchasing decisions because of a video or a series of videos that they've seen online. So it's just, you know, who better than yourself to share your expertise in your own way than you? <laughs> exactly. I totally agree with that. Yes. So I know that uh, it can be very overwhelming when it comes to thinking of video. It doesn't come necessarily natural to a lot of people who are not used to being in front of the camera constantly. And, and to that, we're adding the technology aspect of, of it. Like me, I mean, just before we started recording, my computer froze, nothing was working. I'm like, great, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> and then we got it to work. But like on the technology side of things, what are some best practices that you've seen that, that make the process a lot easier for somebody that's starting? Yeah. So the very first thing that I would say, I would recommend, strongly recommend, don't start with the technology. It's completely the opposite. Most people come to me like, what kind of mics should I use? What kind of this? But they're not really tackling the root cause that is making them kind of like be afraid to be in front of the camera. They're using those as excuses like, well, I need to find the best mic or I need to have the perfect light. Reality is that all those things, yes, they're important. But even more so, more important than that is in here. What is your mindset and how are you getting ready to be in front of that camera and in front of that mic? If you're actually thinking, well, but I'm not going to sound good and I don't look so good on camera because those are the real stoppers. Those are the real show stoppers. If you're thinking that way, it doesn't matter what mic you have. It doesn't matter what camera you have. You're actually going to feel that fear every single time you're in front of the camera. So my recommendation is always start here. Okay, 
and think about your audience. What is that message that you need to deliver to your audience and focus on that? So the fear of being in front of the camera and having everything perfect actually moves away from your thoughts, right? And you start executing. And then that is when you need to start looking at, okay, what is the equipment that I need? And I wouldn't even look for very expensive equipment if you're just starting my recommendation is, is start with what you have, your your computer, your phone, your earphones. Do not invest until you are 100% sure that you're going to commit because commitment to being consistent is extremely important. It's making sure that you're going to show up whatever frequency cadence you decide, whether it's on a weekly basis, bi-weekly, you, you need to make sure that you stay consistent. So Again, just start here and then look into the equipment and the technology. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when we think of social media, consistency is like one of the first words that you think about. And this might sound like redundant, but it really is. You want to be consistent, whether that is one once a month or, you know, every other week, however that is, so that your your audience knows when to expect to hear from you, whether that is on a video or just the podcast or on your blogs. It's definitely consistency is key. And, you know, I've been a photographer for over 10 years. And what I tell my students, when it comes to like when they every time a lot of the times my students ask me like so what camera should I get or what's the best lens like you mentioned and I'm like just get whatever your budget can afford that's it and go from there because this is not this could really be pricey really quickly and you want to make sure that you're investing in your business and not spending money part of like being very conscious about uh, your intention but also your decisions when it comes to uh, equipment especially. Oh, I love how you position that. This is investing as opposed to expanding. Now, because I'm so aware of how people like learning and I focus on that so much, um, for those people listening that do want the tactics, that do want to know, okay, well, what do we do with equipment and what do we do with this and that? Once you have made a decision that you do want to do this and you are going to start, as we said, with what you have, so you're not investing, as Jesenia said, then here are a few very actionable, productive tips for you to get comfortable in front of the camera. So the very first one is people tend, if you're recording with your phone, tend to look at the phone itself as opposed to the camera, okay? And then the audience can actually feel it and see it, that your eyes are slightly off and they're not actually looking per se at the camera, which makes them feel that you're not looking at them. So the very first thing is, Make sure that whether it's your computer or your phone, you're looking at that little dot straight ahead, which is the camera, which you can think of as your audience. So another tip is a lot of people are afraid just to talk to, even though if it's a little dot, even though if they don't think that there's anybody around watching, but they're like, I just have that fear. And I get it. I get it because I used to feel it. So here's how I overcame that. I took a picture of my best friend, okay, and I put it right on top of that camera. And whenever I was, I was pretending I was talking to her. So <laughs> a really good, actionable, simple tip that will make you feel more comfortable when you're recording because you're going to feel like you're talking to your best friend, not to an audience or a room full of people. So there you have it. Two good tips just to get started. I love that. I never thought about having pictures picturing a picture of my friends and that makes total sense and and yeah I mean that 
dot dot there. <laughs> Kept me yeah. intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, and, and really it's and you can even send the video to a family or friend just to like try and see if they can and they can give you some feedback too. Uh if you're still not ready, but there's always something that something that you can do and I'm sure you have lots of things inside of your mind that you want to share. And it's just, the thing is taking that first step for sure. Taking that first step for sure. One of the things, so producing podcasts and videos and everything, it's, it's a lot of work and we want to make sure that we optimize our decision-making process so that we really use the content that we're producing in a variety of ways. So repurposing is very important. Uh, and that's, also comes into play into into like a larger marketing strategy where you're you're intentionally programming or setting a list of things that you want to do videos themes topics for, for example uh, so what are three tips that you can share for us to repurpose the content that we create from a video podcast sure so you use the word strategic that is the number one so think about your overall marketing strategy right like the fact that you're going to have more content with less work, because basically you're being more effective and efficient with your time when you are repurposing this content and creating it, basically is to make those strategic decisions up front before you even start about, number one, which platforms do I want to share this content across? The fact that a lot of people have their content across many multiple platforms, that doesn't mean you need to do the same thing. Be strategic. Think about where your audience is at so you can then say, okay, I'm going to just focus, let's say, on Instagram and YouTube and then obviously the audio on the audio platforms. Right. Or if you need to be more on the business side, you could very easily say, okay, LinkedIn and YouTube. So make those strategic decisions First, so you know exactly. Then, once you know the platforms, you're going to know how you're going to repurpose the content because each platform has their own native way on how you need to share the content with. You're not going to put a vertical and a horizontal. Some of them you're better off actually putting the subtitles and so on. So make sure that once you have decided which are the platforms that you want to share your content across, that you create that content specifically for those platforms. And then number three is making sure that once you have shared that content, that you actually engage. Yeah. Because one of the things that can become really overwhelming is when you say, well, I want to be across X, Y, and Z platforms. And then all of a sudden you're posting, but you're missing in action. Mm -hmm. That is against the whole purpose of repurposing. The idea is that once you're repurposed, that you're going to be present and that you're going to engage because that is the whole intent. And speaking of intent, let me actually give you a fourth one. Awesome. <laughs> Being intentional. Being intentional not only about the creation of the content, but the content that you're delivering for your audience, that it has a purpose in making sure that then you're engaging. Absolutely. And that also comes down to, you know, when you're thinking of your niche, who exactly you're reaching, who you're talking to, what ultimately is your goal with what you're doing. So it's it's definitely a bigger part of a, 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 pro, a marketing plan, but really intention, purpose, it has to be there for you to have a successful marketing campaign, successful podcast, video podcast series, uh, 
IGTV series, anything. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> okay, we talked about different platforms, LinkedIn. You mentioned LinkedIn if you're more towards the business. Uh, you mentioned YouTube, and obviously we, we we're talking about Instagram as well. But where should your video podcast live? What about you know YouTube, Facebook, IGTV? Do you have, are there any, pro, any pros or cons to these platforms? Yeah. So where should it live? D, all of the above. <laughs> so once you have made that strategic decision, that is the beauty of repurposing, that you're going to take that content and you're going to convert it into what I call the macro content, which is the longer version of a video, right. is anywhere between 8 to 10 to 12 minutes or above, mm-hmm. and micro content, which it could be a teaser, a 15-second teaser, and so on. So basically... Where would the main one leave, the main video? Yes, definitely on YouTube. But the idea would be that then you're going to take that macro and micro content and share it across your Instagram feed, your stories, your IGTV, LinkedIn, if that is your choice, Facebook, and so on and so forth. So at the end of the day, you can see how your growth and your reach is expanding because it's very likely that the people that are following in YouTube are probably not the same that are following you in Facebook or LinkedIn. Right. So sharing that video in different formats, in, then always, always, always make sure you have a call to action. And that call to action is directing people to a place where they can actually convert or do something that you want them to do, whether it's download something, subscribe, enroll into your course, whatever it may be. Exactly. And I, I'm glad that you mentioned the call to action because uh, it's very easy to say a lot of things, to request a lot of things from your viewers. So adding a very specific call to action will be even more successful because all you're doing with your audience is giving them that one action, that one thing to do. Yeah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> so what tips do you have or yeah, do you have any tips on how we can monetize our video podcast? Absolutely. So the first one actually comes along with what we just said, which is a call to action. So ideally you should be looking at launching a video podcast as the long-term thing that you can monetize, okay? Or can actually drive your traffic, your audience onto a place where you can convert them. Okay. That may not happen from the beginning because it does take time. I want to be realistic and be honest. It does take time. But once you have that machine going, basically, by having that call to action at the end of your video podcast, audio and video, you should always make sure that in each episode you have that call to action that converts them. So two examples on how you can convert them. One, you can have a call to action that directs them to sign up for a PDF, which is what we call a lead magnet, right? Mm -hmm. What are you doing there? You're building your list. And the purpose of building your list is so eventually you can continue nurturing them and sell something to them, okay? That is just the way it works. It's the way it is. Maybe not. (laughs) One could be having a call to action at the end, where you say, you know, my course has is open right now. I'm having open enrollment. So if you want to sign up for the course, this is the link. 
So right there is where you're monetizing because you're directing people from one platform to another to specifically sign up for something that has a dollar value attached to it. So those are two ways that you can do it. And obviously you can do affiliates, you can do many other things, but those, again, take longer time. These are the ones that I find that helps you grow your list and convert right away if you do have an online course. Absolutely. And it's yours. It's it's your product, not something else. So I'm, I love that you mentioned that because especially now, I mean, people want to learn. People are online and they need something to do. They're looking for th- things to do. So it's a great opportunity to launch that course, launch that podcast, launch, launch that video podcast, because now, if not now, then when, right? <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. And you're still right. Like right now with... It is unfortunate that we're going through the times that we're going through in coronavirus spiking again. But reality is that all of us, all human beings around the world have to adapt. And we are making the choice whether we make it something negative or something positive. So we need to look at where we are, what we need to do in order to pivot if we need to pivot in coming to this digital world, right? So a lot of people are consuming content. So that is an opportunity for content creators to put that content in front of those people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sandy, I think I could totally continue having a conversation about video and marketing and being creative, but uh, I'm going to segue our interview into our the next portion, which is the lightning round. Um, yeah. It's just a series of random question, questions where um, just to, so that we can wrap up our interview in a, on a fun note. So are you ready? I am ready. Let's go. All right. <laughs> All right. The first one, coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> what is your no- <laughs> oh good? <laughs> what is your non superpower power? This is not a tricky one. Superpower power. Yes. Positivity for sure. Oh, oh, oh love it. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> love it. <laughs> what is the worst dish you've created? The worst. Worst what? The worst dish. Dish. Oh my god! <laughs> Meaning that I burned the dish. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I can tell you. I'll tell you this, and that's actually it's a funny story. But I love ground turkey mixed with what we call like the onions and peppers and all that. And I, oh, okay. I used to use that with rice. And my husband, when I met him, he was like, "What are you eating? Is that dog food?" <laughs> So there you go. My favorite is actually called dog food for my husband. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> what do you prefer, beach, city, or mountain? The beach, for sure. <laughs> what historical person, living or not, would you enjoy having coffee with? Oh my god, Mother Teresa, Michelle. Obama, Jackie Kennedy, all of these amazing women that some way somehow have influenced my life and the life of many others, not only from an entrepreneurship point of view, but a spiritual, like Mother Teresa. Yeah. Awesome. Good ones. <laughs> and last but not least, how can people connect with you online? Sure. Uh, Instagram, first one, at Sandy Viteri. 
And then anywhere else that you type Cindy Viteri, I'm probably the one that is going to come up. So. <laughs> awesome. And I will be linking that on today's show notes. So if you want to connect and check more of this, what we talked today, you can do that. Uh, Sunny, thank you so very much for joining me today and spending some time talking about video podcasting and how we can just expand our reach with these two really powerful tools that we have here. So the thank pleasure. you so, so very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in on today's episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review and let us know what other things you'd like to learn and hear from us here at the Focus and Bloom Podcast. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom Podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusemblemstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.